Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Mark Willis. How are you doing, Mark? And where are you hanging out right now? Well, thank you. Great to be on your show. I'm calling in from just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Wonderful. Mark is a certified financial planner, a three-time number one best-selling author, and the owner of Vague Grove Financial Services, a financial firm in Chicago, Illinois. I think your mission to create wealth in a safe and predictable way and become your own uh, source of financing is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Mark. My pleasure. Let's uh, let's see what we can do to bring value to your audience. I'm sure we can. <laughs> Thank you. So the first thing I want to know is uh, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? All around this country and all around the world, we see people who have been faced with an increase in the money supply and thus an increase in inflation and prices, both at the at the uh, grocery store and uh, unfortunately a decline in their retirement values. Uh, what we're able to do and work with is uh, sit down one-on-one -on -one with clients one-on-one -on -one in an advisory role to understand their goals, concerns, and help them take charge of their financial future and help them become their own source of financing to be their own bank, as it were. People that I seem to work well with are people who are looking for that control. Some people would rather just be a tennis ball floating down the gutter of life. But I'm looking for people who'd like to swim upstream financially and become uh, the captain of their own ship. That sounds very compelling. So what are, what are the challenges they face when, you know, kind of like then the situation of like, they, they want to help. So what, what is the, 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 um, the root of that? Well, there's uh, some pretty sobering statistics that, uh, you know, I've been researching for some upcoming uh, podcast episodes of my own show, which is uh, the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And strikingly, the unfortunate financial reality of most Americans is that there's just not enough. You know, according to a Gallup poll, uh, at this point, the average age of retirement is age 66. But in the 1990s, it was age 60. So we are now working at least six more years. And that's trending upward. Remember, if the average is 66, then how much longer is the is the median? And uh, how much longer might you or I have to work? Now, the average income of a retiree at age 65 is only $38,500, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, and has a net worth of only $170,000. Now, with those kinds of numbers, how long do you think you can really sustain a comfortable retirement, the life of your dreams, the, the golden years? These are the challenges that many of our clients are facing. But even before retirement, even before retirement, we all have stuff to buy. Cars are getting more expensive. How do we make those purchases? Kids need to go to college or something like college. How are we going to pay for the rising tuition costs? Life costs money. And how you make the biggest purchases of your life, whether it's a student tuition or a couple of houses or 10 cars over your lifetime, how you make those purchases can be the biggest challenge, but also the greatest opportunity in your financial life. Mm, I hear you. 
Excellent. So, and you know, we're all are busy and uh, what are common mistakes, you know, uh, typically your clients make when trying to solve that kind of problem? We quickly rush out and get the car loan or the student loan or, you know, the business line of credit and whatnot. Uh, and even worse, we save up and pay cash. So those are the typical ways we make our big purchase. Let's use a car as an example. Let's use a $40,000 car as an example. Either I can borrow money from the financing operations to pay for my car today and drive my car off the lot today. But now I've got a $600 a month payment to the car company for the next four or five or six or even seven years. Uh, and interest is going out my pocket and going in to line the pockets of the banker. The other alternative is to drive my old car for a few more years, saving, saving, saving in a savings account, earning almost no interest, but at least I'm getting something for my savings. But what happens? What happens when it's time to buy my car? When I'm finally tired of driving the old jalopy, I have to withdraw that money out of my savings account and spend it at the dealership. And I feel great. It's sort of like the sugar high of the financial life when you pay cash for something because you feel great for about 15 minutes. And then you get that empty feeling inside. You get that feeling that you've just lost $40,000 that you'll never see again. And even worse, you'll lose the opportunity to earn compound growth on that 40 grand for the rest of your life and that of your children. That's one expensive car. So that's why I like to say the, the biggest um, overlooked phenomenon in the financial life is opportunity cost. The truth is, Uwe, we finance everything we buy. Either we pay interest to a banker or we finance it from our future selves by passing up the interest we might have earned on that money had we not bought the car or the house or the, or the college tuition and just left the money in there to grow. Now, believe me, I believe in living. I want to live. I love my vacations. I love my cars. I got to get my kid to college too. So what's the right way to make those big purchases? I believe that how you make those big purchases matters more than what I got last year in my mutual funds or my index funds or my cryptocurrency and whatnot. That's the smallest hinge that can swing the biggest door if we take the time to think critically about how to become a better purchaser of the things we all need in our lifetime. I'm already curious about the solutions that you provide. <laughs> so before I ask Mark, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Mark, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of issues? Well, I agree with the five-star review uh, as well. Please, everyone, he, uh, Uwe does a great job with his show. Everyone should take just um, two minutes is all it takes to leave that review, and it greatly impacts all of our work as podcasters. So please do what he says and, and go leave that review. Now, um, one action step you can take that's totally free is to just grab a pen and paper or grab an app on your phone and take a few notes, take five minutes, and think through the characteristics of your favorite financial vehicle. Let's imagine even that you could just wave a magic wand and create a brand new place to park some of your money. If you could have it be anything, if it could act in any way you wish, have any attributes or characteristics, what would the perfect financial instrument look like for you? I'll give you a few just to get started. Um, maybe it's got a good competitive rate of return. Maybe it's safe. Maybe you can access it without penalties or taxes or you know, people having to give you a, a thumbs up approval to get access to your own money. Uh, maybe it has some protections against, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, creditors, if you should fall into financial difficulty. 
Maybe it's tax-free when you access the money. I'm just giving uh, your audience a, a chance to sort of think carefully about the function of money because where you put your money will make it act differently. It sounds like such a simple, obvious statement, but the truth is most people go throughout their life um, not really considering where their money is going and what it's doing for them. They'll dump money into a 401k because that's what their employer told them to do. But did they ever stop and think, do I want to do a tax-deferred market-based financial vehicle that's only been around for 40 years? Okay, so the 401k is so young, it's not even old enough to retire yet. So do we really think that that's the the primary way in which Americans have always saved for their future. No, it's certainly not. So just to give folks sort of a thought experiment, I'd recommend jot some of your ideas down uh, and then go searching for the, those functions rather than being sold a, a cryptocurrency or a 401k or whatever, or annuity or real estate. Ask yourself, what do I want my money doing for me? Yeah, what is the benefit? And and thinking, I love your thinking and the way of approaching this. Uh, and I think it's a huge would have a huge impact if you just sit down and just point it out to yourself, to, with your family, with your loved ones. Like, what is it that we want with uh, you know all the money that we've worked so hard for? So, excellent insights here. Thank you, Mark, for sharing. Wonderful. Very few people really know yeah. what they truly want. So yeah. if you can be among those few, I think you'll uh, take advantage over your financial life and take a bit more control. Wonderful. So what is one valuable free resource uh, that you can direct people to that will help with uh, these kinds of issues? Also in a broader sense, when I give you the opportunity to share where people uh, can find you. Absolutely. Well, if, uh, what would it feel like to build real wealth against the chaos of the stock market, where you knew on a guaranteed basis what your net worth would be at age 60, age 65, age 70, what what would it feel like? What would it look like? What would be different about your financial life if you had a predictable and even guaranteed plan of success? Uh, you know, I help with that. We work with our clients all across the country in all 50 states and beyond to sit down and review their financial situation and come up with strategies that help you hit that target with a high degree of confidence and certainty to help you sleep better at night. If you want that, go to kickstartwithmark.com. That's kickstartwithmark.com. And it will have a 15-minute quick financial strategy session to get to know you, understand your goals, see if we'd be a good fit to work together. And if you'd like, we can also point you to our podcast, which is not your average financial podcast. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing this uh... This wonderful resource. And I already can kind of like hear the sigh of relief after such a session <laughs> with, with someone. Wonderful. Yeah, we, we noticed that people, after they've had conversations with us, they know with better clarity exactly what they want. And we're able to give them a full list of those characteristics I gave you a taste of just a minute ago. Uh, and it at least helps us start to figure out where should our money be rather than just a a bag of accounts like our Roth IRA and our brokerage account and our 401k and our backpacks weighing us down. We have a systematic and strategic approach that help you hit your target without taking a bunch of unnecessary risk. Wonderful. Clarity and direction and a sigh of relief. Here we go. <laughs> so what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Who is your banker? I think is a question that um, not enough people know. Most people have you know, no relationship to a banker, and yet they have a banker in their lives. In fact, we're all in the banking business. Even if you're an entrepreneur, even if you sell widgets, 
you are also in another business known as the banking business. Banks have been around for a long time, but banking has been around a lot longer. The modern experience of banking goes back 5,000 years. There's a great book on the topic by David Graeber. It's called Debt, the First 5,000 Years. And that's quite a title because it says that banking is a function as core to the human experience as friendship, for example. So we have to um, connect ourselves to this banking verb in our lives, but we don't have to connect ourselves to the noun of banks. In fact, who sits behind the banker's desk in your life will basically determine the success of your financial life. Again, if you are your own banker, if you can become your own source of financing and pay yourself the interest that you would have otherwise paid to finance operations, credit cards, mortgage companies, doesn't that give you a leg up in terms of helping you reach your financial goals and even benefiting, financially benefiting from making those major purchases like the cars and college educations and so forth? So who is your banker is probably the number one question that um, isn't often asked um, among most financial planners, which is why I'm sort of known as the not your average financial planner. Excellent. <laughs> I love this. And uh, yes, and uh, you just, uh, you know, achieved that in, in such a short amount of time to really shift kind of like the perspective of how we can approach uh, our money and uh, our finances. So thank you wonderful sharing of these uh, golden nuggets here already. So Mark, this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Um, well, I am a child of the late 80s and early 90s. And the books, the Goosebump books by R.L. Stein uh, was a regular uh, thrill for me. And every month I would sit down and read those books. So when you've asked that question on your previous episodes, that's immediately what comes to mind. But I want to give your audience something where they can get goosebumps on top of their goosebumps. All right. So <laughs> like a double exponential goosebump here. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest piece for me has been to see the number of Kleenex boxes that we have to order in our offices because the tears are being shed, the lives are being changed, the families are staying together, uh, the the relationships that people have through money is more important than the money itself. So the legacies that people have been able to leave. So those tears that have been shed in my office over the last 10, 11 years have been a, a true honor and a privilege to be able to witness and to somehow be a part of. And they're oftentimes good tears, you know, or at least they're... Um, at least they are um, therapeutic tears because it gives them a chance to sort of emote and to get to the other side of of their feeling of inadequacy, financial inadequacy, or their inability to take control over their financial lives. So that feeling of resolution and control and freedom uh, oftentimes bring tears, and and it shows up on the balance sheet with our uh, ordering of Kleenex boxes for our for our offices. I love this. <laughs> Wonderful. And we have something in common with the Kleenex boxes. So we should talk about, you know, what uh, what are you using? And <laughs> because I, I use them also in my, in my session. So Absolutely. You, you bring transformation. You know, I think that's the, 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 the thing I see about you is that you bring transformation to the people you speak to and work with right on this podcast. And I'm sure in your clients as well. Well, don't we all? So, you know, I'm always blessed to have these... 
uh, amazing experts here on the show, just like you, who bring the transformation and the shift in perspectives and help uh, our clients. So thank you very much uh, for this beautiful Goosebumps moment. Thank you for our conversation, Mark. And I appreciate, it was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.